everyone. I'm Rachel Zoe, and you're listening to Works For Us, where we talk to people about what works for them and their relationships, and of course, what doesn't. So today is a really fun episode for me that's all about my favorite topic other than relationships, fashion. And I'm so excited to tell you that supermodel, supermom, and of course, cover girl, Carolina Kirkova, is here to get into all things fashion and mom life. (laughs) All of the things. We're going to talk everything today. Carolina has graced the covers of such notable fashion magazines as Vogue, Elle, Vanity Fair, Esquire, among countless others. And in 2002, she was named Model of the Year at the VH1 Vogue Fashion Awards. She's also a wife, the mother to three amazing children, an incredible entrepreneur, and the co-founder of Griff and Ivy Rose. It's worth noting also, of course, that Carolina is the cover star of our spring edition magazine by Curator. So obviously, I'm a longtime fan of hers, and she is a very dear friend for many, many years. Today's episode is part one of two because we had so much to talk about and so much to cover that we had to break it down into two episodes. So come back next week to hear the rest of it. Enjoy the episode. Oh, you look so beautiful. Thank God you're in photo. That would be such a waste. Hi, babes. (laughs) I mean, I am. I'm not going to lie. I just look nice, top up, bottom down, you know. (laughs) I'm casual. I'm casual. I don't match. You know? Favorite. By the way, the funniest part about that is that's like half the questions I've been asked in the last year was like, Rachel, how do you think people are going to get dressed again? Do you think people will ever put pants on again? Do you think people will like ever care what they look like from like the waist down ever, ever again? And I was like, ah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. How are you? Sweetie? I think people were, you know, you know what I do look, look, I mean, it is a cool week for me. put a nice blouse on, I put a little lipstick, I put a jewelry, you know, I feel like there will be things that we care about that will make us, which I think it's important, you know, and it's nice to, I mean, otherwise so easily we can fall into this. Well, I just got up and I'm busy. I have phone calls. I'm running to pick up my kids, do, you know, meetings, you know, we're all used to being kind of casual that it's kind of nice. Actually. I look forward to like, I know I have a meeting or I have like a dinner and then I know I can, I can. Yeah. Nice on. I don't have to, but you know, why not? It's true. And I think, I feel like we probably have a lot of friends that are now going to like stay casual for life. And I think it's like, I just think it's, it's personal preference. Like, I feel like if you're that person that wants to always be casual, then like live your best life and do it. But I think if you're someone who's always been someone that dresses up, I think it's nice to have those like at home days where you don't have to. And then I think it's nice to just feel like a human sometimes. And like, do the thing and be like, Oh, right. This is what this feels like. Again, I forgot. It's so crazy. Now, where are you? Are you in Florida? Where are you? I'm in Florida. I'm in Florida. I'm at home. And I think Rachel, you said it, you know, I think it's, it's all about feeling the best. Yeah. Right. So no, I mean, it's really about you as a woman feeling the best. And, you know, sometimes you might feel great to just be casual and not to worry and just have a great moisturizer and feel great about yourself being that way. And that's awesome. And I love that too. But you know what? There's something nice when you do, you know, you do make that effort and you take that time for yourself to look good for yourself when you feel good. 
You know, and then you funny just- though. Wait, KK, do you find that I don't know how you were in like early pandemic life in the beginning, but like, you know, 99.9% of the people in my life were just like, no makeup, no this. They were like in pajamas, they were in a bathrobe, they were in like whatever. And then uh, for me, about two months in, I was like, okay. I got to throw on a faux fur. I got to put my five minute face on. I'm going absolutely nowhere, but like, I have to feel like myself. Like I started to like, it, it was, it was for no one other than myself. You know what I mean? And it was, it was a bit of a surreal, like practicing what you preach for so long of that, like, don't dress for others, dress for you. And for me, it was such an exercise in like, I think we know who I am, like you and I, because I don't know if I've ever done casual very well, but I think it just- Yeah, I was about to say, I don't think you've ever been casual, Rachel. Even, I mean, the, the years I've known you, you always are lambed up, put together. And that's, you know, that's what we, we know you. I mean, that's you, and which is beautiful because that's you, right? But I think if I was you, I might just be like, barefoot in like a flat with no makeup and like a ponytail and like a cute little tank top and like jeans. And that would be my whole thing because what that's like the, the original model off duty look, because you're such this natural, gorgeous human being, but in every way. And, you know, for people that haven't met you and are just, you know, looking at our interview and whatever, I mean, as magnificent as you are to the outside, you are so equally beautiful in the inside. And that's, to me, what makes me love you for so many years is just like, you're this extraordinary human being. And now a mom of three. Thank you, Rachel. That's so sweet. It's the craziest thing, Carolina. You have a daughter. I know it is wild. It is wild. You need a daughter, Rachel, with more than life growth. And like, I mean, she'll be too cute. Ridiculous. They'll be ridiculous. Little mini Rachel Zoe. <laughs> I, I'm honestly, oh God, it's, you know, it's funny. I have a handful of what were once boy moms that had two boys and they weren't even going to have a third. And then they had a third and they kind of surrendered to, oh, it's just going to be another boy. And they had a girl and they're just like, Rachel, you have got to get on this because it's like a totally different thing. But it's like, I do know, I do know, Carolina, that if I had another one, I'd have a boy. And if I had two more, I'd have two more boys. A hundred percent. I do. I do. Okay. So wait. Well, you know so, what? You get to, you get to dress up a lot of us, a lot of your friends, right? Yes. Your daughters that you get to have fun with and girls to dress oh. up. And I, you know what I do? I mooch off my friends a lot. Like I take their daughters and I just take them into my closet and we have so much fun and giving them back is painful. So I suggest you don't have your daughter around me anytime soon, but like she's, I I can't. Okay. So now I'm going to go in, I'm going to go through a few questions, even though it's going to be very challenging because I just want to have our just normal girl talk, but I'm just going to ask a couple of questions because I want I want our curator community um, to really know more about you and, you know, just all your things that you do and your businesses and just everything else. So I want to ask you just a few, a few questions, then we can talk about anything. Um, Okay. 
All right. I mean, we can still have questions and still make it like a girl talk. I mean, I think we can. Yeah, no, of course. Of course. I mean, it's going to be a girl talk no matter what. But, you know, I'm like, oh, I guess I have to actually ask you questions, like formal questions. Okay. So, you know, in full disclosure, we've known each other for so, so long. So when we met, I mean, we were obviously younger than we are now, but we were really at, you know, one of the highest points of our careers. I was a stylist and you, of course, were like probably the biggest supermodel in the world, larger than life still are. Um, but I love now that we can connect on so many more levels of being working moms and of course, entrepreneurs. So I think a question that I have in our, our, our community would have is like, how do you feel like your career even now, like as a model sort of informed and helped create kind of who you are and how you approach your life, your work, motherhood. I mean, everything. Like, I think what are some of those valuable takeaways that you just learned, you know, just through experience, honestly, of growing up in this industry, right? Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. So I definitely grew up in an industry. I've been in fashion business since I'm 15. Uh, I'm going to be 38. So that's a long, long, long time. Um, but you know, I, I love what I do, even though I've been doing it for so many years, you know, some people say hey, I've been doing it for so many years. I feel tired, right? I don't feel tired. You know, I really love what I do. And when I work, obviously I work a lot in front of the camera, but as you know, me, you know, I'm very, I, I mean, I've evolved in that way. You know, I've sure. learned and observed, I've worked with the best of the best where yes. I love, you know, being part of like the art directing and a little bit the styling right. and okay, what are we doing? The hair and makeup to yeah. really make sure that we're telling that story. You know, for me, it's really like, I work like an actor when I work, yeah. Yeah. I really come for me, it comes from inside. Like there's gotta be a feeling to everything I do. It's not like, okay, we're just going to put that on and that's it. And we're going to put a red lipstick on and, sure. you know, and that's it. Well, what yeah. is that? What is that feeling? Because yeah. for me, even clothes, picture, even though picture doesn't have a voice, it's got to have a feeling. You got to be moved by it. It's like a painting, right? It's a, still thing. it's a still thing, but it makes you think it provokes something. Yeah. And picture has to have that same thing, you know, um, and how do we get there? And then, you know, what's the music we're playing? So I'm very much into like, you know, all those things and. And people who know work with me and probably listening, they're like, yes, KK is very specific. Uh, people call me. Yes, but I, you know, actually, they, I love that about you. I love that about you because for me, it's like, it should always be a collaborative process. Right. And I think that probably when you started out as a very young model, I mean, I know for me, just starting out working with models, it was like, I was literally one of the first people that was like, oh, let's talk to her about it. Let's see what she feels. Let's see what, let you know, let's see if she'd prefer to wear this, this length or that length. And I remember like early on, you know, those days where it was like, they would look at me and be like, well, it doesn't really matter. That's like her job. And I was like, well, it does actually, because she's the one wearing it, you know? And so I think that the industry has shifted, right? I mean, but also I think when you're young, you know, when you're super young, you don't always know, right? Yes, we, we all innately like, yes, we might know and feel, but you yeah, know, a lot of it comes voice. with experience, right? Like everything comes from experience by doing, by looking, observing, you know, and I'm very curious. So I've always watched and I've always asked, or I've paid attention how the light was set up or how things were put together and why, like, I'm very curious and I love to learn if I'm going to do something, I want to be the best at it. Yep. So I really took it. I 
take everything I do very seriously uh, and, and to the heart. And, you know, of course, when you're young, you don't always know. And, you know, that's when it's great when you work with incredible people who've been doing it for a long time. Yeah. You know, there's this constructive, you know, never say criticism, but constructive there's learning, you know, there's feedback you get. It's like, okay, but maybe if you do that or look at that, like that really, I work with master that really taught me, you know, we don't work like that anymore. You know, now there's no time for an image and a picture. It's with an iPhone and it's so quick. It's, I'm not, you know, it's great too. It's different. But when we were doing back in the day, you know, we, there was a mood board. There was a process that was like, okay, we're not feeling, we got to take a little break. Or yep. we'll move forward. Now it's like, no, we need to do 20 shots. Yes. There's, no, there's no time for like, you know, review. There's yeah. like, this is what we're doing yeah. and we got to go, 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 go. You know, time is money. Yep. You know, so it is a little different. And and I'm grateful that I've, you know, I've experienced yeah. what I did. And, really, yes. you know, and, then, and, it's, and I'm grateful that I'm still able to, you know, evolve with the industry and, and yep. with the technology and, you know, and, and have that experience too. It is different, you know, it's, and it's, that's what, it's great. I mean, it's just, it keeps evolving, right? As long as we're constantly moving and growing and, you know, even change, it's, it's, it's good. It kind of makes us appreciate this something before or makes us, you know, realize or makes teaches us new things. So I think everything comes from something that we can learn and be better. I agree. And I also, I agree with you. I mean, I, to be honest, I get nostalgic and really miss sometimes those days when it really was about like the art of the photo, you know, and, and putting all that time and energy into it and working with the masters and, you know, and I think now to your point, everything is not fast enough. Everything's not quick enough, but I do think to me, actually, you just hit on one of the most important lessons in business, which is (laughs) always taking away your learnings from your experience, but really taking that knowledge and and being able to adapt to the new. Because if you don't, that's actually when you actually really get into trouble in business, in my opinion. And a very successful entrepreneur once said like in an interview, and it was so interesting because he just said it like just so cut and dry. Like if you don't adapt to the change of the environment of, of business, you don't survive it. You have to be willing to change and embrace it and find the good in the new way and then take your knowledge of, of the way that you learned or how you, or how you train. Cause I wouldn't trade, I wouldn't trade my experience and knowledge from the past for anything. It was the best ever. You know, I remember there are moments where, you know, as you know, like Polaroids, <laughs> there was that one Polaroid you will look at that was the peak into like kind of what you're doing. And the rest was in a camera roll. It really was, you did not know how it's going to end up until the film was developed and yeah. you know you kind of were just you have to have faith in the process that's really what it was totally. now we know exactly what we're gonna get how you know second by second we sometimes can get too much like you know now with yes when people shoot you it's like take a picture look at the screen take a picture look at I the know. screen. Which sometimes like even me i can get toxic you know, it's like I, yes. I, I can get into it because it's like even I, I'm like, I don't want to look at the screen because sure. it's, your eye wants to constantly go and look at it and it distracts you and takes you away from that moment. Yep. It takes you away from the moment. 
Now, I agree with that. And I think one of my favorite things about working with you is that you are such a collaborator and you do love to like bring everyone into the conversation. And I would say without a doubt, one of my most favorite collaborations of my whole career was the one that we did together for Met, which it's so funny because every time the Met ball comes around, I think about it for like a full month. I remember that moment because I just become a designer and, you know, I had obviously been a stylist for a long time, but it was the first time I really got to collaborate with you, a friend and, and obviously like an icon, but just working with you on that process was such like a dream for me on so many levels. And I'll never forget when you walked out of the hotel and I just was like, I like it, it was it was like a very surreal moment that I will never, ever forget. And, you know, the Met Gala in and of itself is like amazing and terrifying at the same time. But I mean, like what I think that was an amazing moment, by the way. I mean, I hope you like put it up the picture that people can remember because. Oh, yeah. You know, it was such a beautiful. <laughs> it was very you it was very Rachel Zoheda you know, sparkles, was very glam, but it was such a simple, beautiful silhouette, but, you know, simple, but yet so complex. I mean, I remember vividly, <laughs> where, you know, only people go could look inside the dress because we were like, it's front and simple, but it's backless. Okay, ladies, backless dress, it's gorgeous, okay? <laughs> but nothing to super, like, how do you, you know, it, I mean, we, I remember like, how do we make sure that it doesn't, and it was sequenced, it doesn't collapse because it's yep. a certain material. Yep. But it's, it's nice hugging to the body, but where your breasts look like they're there, but you cannot have a bra. Had a super, oh my goodness, I remember how many things you tried, how many like nipple uh, things and tapes to make sure nothing moved and the dress stayed in the belt inside the dress that nobody saw, like to make sure the, you know, dress it. And then really your touch, I remember with the sequin like oh. and turban that really kind of <laughs> made the look where it was like, wow. But that was you because not everyone would have said, yes, I'm in. And you were like, yes, why not? Like, why wouldn't we do this? And you just, you know, and there was just this way. And I think it's such a talent that the way that you stand, the way that you move, the way you know how something will look good at whatever angle. And it's like, that's actually a talent that I think people don't give enough credit for because I'm so awkward and it's, I'm so like uncomfortable. And when you just don't know, and I immediately start to hunch my shoulders and I'm like, and you get on that carpet and you were like this statue that wasn't even human that happened to actually move and be like adorable you. And it was like the sweetest thing. And we had such a fun, that was such a fun night and I will never forget it. I mean, how, what are some of your like most favorite, most memorable for whatever reason it was that really stay with you in your head? Like just even two that you can think of. Like in, in like in like in your career that you're like oh my god I went to this McQueen like yeah. like what are some moments that like changed your 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 whole being you know you know again I was so lucky that <laughs> you know I started so young that I had a chance to really work with the greatest you know before they passed away yep. um, like McQueen you know yep. working with Mr. Irving Penn, who is, you know, for his incredible photography and lighting, yep. you know, Mr. Irving Penn was someone, you know, who did not like music on, on the set. 
There yep. was no speaking, no talking. There was, you know, silence. Just genius. Silence. Just genius. No, and, and like silence. And he was very specific. Move your arm to the right. Just one inch. You know, and then it's like, you know, there's, there's, a, it's very intimidating when it's such a silence, you know, on the set. like, you know, and it's all on you and the light. And he's like, <sighs> move one inch. I'd be so nervous. Right. I was definitely nervous, but it was so incredible. I'm working with Mr. Avedon, you know, Richard Avedon, who was all about, he was like the director behind the camera, you know, who would be always to the side and be like, now, energy, move, dive, yeah. And, you know, he'll like do it with you. So you, he's like moving, he's coming to the camera. This is great. And go forward and then, and, you know, he will give all of that. And, you know, Peter Lindbergh, who was just, you know, it was my favorite beautiful black and white, you know, sensual, feminine, raw, sexy love him just like follow you and talk to you and you know never you know and, and so I really I, I cannot say one moment because every moment was yeah, like a different course. moment and everyone has a different style and and a way they see you in a photography and pull something from you or make you feel a certain way right okay. as women we don't have one feeling we don't have one emotion I mean I certainly no. don't billions most I mean all women we don't <laughs> So, you know, I think it's wonderful where you have, you know, we get to work where we can tap into those feelings so we can kind of play and get it out of, you know, get it out of our system on the set. Maybe not always at home or not as much, maybe. Sure. You know, because there's a lot of things I do in my work I would never do at home, like or for myself. Like, you know, I wouldn't know where certain things in my life, like everyday life, but I enjoy it for that moment. And I think it's, you know, I really embody that moment. Like, okay, you know, this is not something I would necessarily wear, but this is kind of, I appreciate that, yeah, sure. what it is. And I'm like, sure. okay, how would I, how would I wear it and move it? How does that make me feel? You know, and sure. then, and that's how I do it. Uh, another great moment. Um, I mean, I was Marilyn Manson for a Vogue shoot. Uh, you know, obviously pale skin. <laughs> eyeballs changed to different colors I had the black hair and that was amazing and genius of Stephen Myself and Grace Cuttington where they cast me as Marilyn Manson you know I love things like that I love being an artist where I get to get you know I don't have to be always pretty I'm all for it like I, I'm okay to be a cat yeah. you know to be you know, always pretty or sexy or be yeah. pretty in a different way. Sure. I find it really like, I love it. Well, I think, by the way, I think that's a very similar psychology to acting, you know, and I think that's why actors, they love to get into a different role. It's a very similar concept because they love to be who they are in real life. And then they love to walk onto set and be someone totally different and then go home and be mom or dad or whoever and like wife or just you and whatever. And I think that's like the brilliance of it because ultimately it's an art, right? Modeling is an art. And I think that the fact that you got to work with so many of the best and still working with the best, you know, and I had that privilege and honor too. And I never, I don't take it for granted. You know, I really don't like, I'll just look back at some of the things I was lucky enough to be a part of. And I'm like, it's like in so many ways you think about like, oh, it's like they're the Picassos in a lot of ways, right. Of, of this day. And I don't know, it's, um, it's very, it's, it's just very um, nostalgic and amazing. And I think really shapes who we are. And I think at least for me, I mean, has helped me so much in business, right? I think I've developed a thicker skin. 
from the industry um, in in good ways. Like, you know, I think it's really like made me open my eyes to a million different things. I think, um, I don't know, but I do find that, I mean, do you like, don't you sort of love that you can go to work sometimes and step into being like this person or whoever that person is on that day and then go home and be like, uh, but I'm like now a mommy and I'm like, so like, there's something about going through the doors of your home sometimes that gives you that, like, I'm home feeling. Do you feel that way when you come home from work or are you just sort of like, I'm here this way and I'm here as mom and I'm, you can compartmentalize really well. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, definitely. Um, you know, um, when I'm home, I mean, and you, your mom too, you know, that mom life, you know, it's, it's, it's a full-time operation brand yes. on its own that you have to manage mm-hmm. right between their schedules and foods and homework and play dates and sports yep. and clothes or performances yep. and birthdays yep. that, um, but then it's like, you know, when you have a chance to like go like, to her office or go yeah. for a photo shoot that it's like ah, so refreshing you know yes. even work it's not like you're relaxing you have a minute to relax but it's kind of refreshing to have something else that you can like do yeah. and like you know be with other people that yes. it's not just about like a snack time or mom yeah. you know where's my jersey or what am I yep. snack or dinner uh it, you know it kind of it's refreshing for sure. Even though it's like exhausting because you, you know, you, you're working and it's, yeah. you know, it's you're, you're doing things, you have to go work. But then of course, you know, it feels great to get out of the house. And then it's, you come back home. You're like, Oh yeah, but I, but I missed it. Yeah, of course. It's mom. true. You know, it's like, it's, I feel like we all have that though. We it's all true. Have that. Like, you want to get out, you want to get away. You're like, it's a lot, but then it's like, you missed it. Um, I think but, as a mom, KK, do you, I forget how to think about myself. Do you? For sure. I mean, it's not like I don't have to really time for me, you know, really. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And having a third child, it <laughs> definitely changes the game. And having but, three kids, you know, kind of spread out a lot. So I do have almost like they were all yeah. kind of individual kids because yeah. I have 12, yeah. I have six, and I have an infant. So somebody wow, told that me. that is really spread apart. Well, somebody told me that basically I have a toddler and a teenager at the same time. It's so crazy because I like didn't even realize that you, oh God. Yeah. Wait, so it gets a little six silly. and one, not even one. She's not even No, one. I have a nine month old, almost a nine month old. I'm in a 12 year old. So it is a little, and a six year old. So, you know, it is, it, I mean, it's been amazing because obviously I had time with every Wait, one of them. But you're living all three. You're living all yeah. three points. You have like a teen, tween. And then and you have like, baby, which is about to, like it's eating, but it's about to like walk crawls, you know? So then it's that whole thing, you know, serious time teaching the, the potty time. And then you have a six year old, you know, which obviously, you know, everyone has their Need. things they're going through and needs and, and, and friends and activities. So it does get a little intense. I mean, and you know, I, I'm still breastfeeding, so it's, I'm coming towards the end, but so that's, I'm, you know, so it's definitely the, the year has been, you know, giving birth to my daughter, which has been so special and incredible. And I'm so, so happy. She looks just like you, by the way. Oh, thank you. I mean, I just, she looks just like you. I look at your, and I'm just, I want to like jump through Instagram. I'm, she is just, 
She's like an angel from heaven. I she can't. Really, she's so sweet. She really is actually my easiest child. I mean, my other so boys. They're, I have really good kids. It's, you know, they're all easy. But, you know, I have boys, you know, and they have them. I mean, she's just like you would think she's the baby. She'll be like the one screaming all the time, crying. No, it's my boys. It's she's of course. the easy one. But what I was saying, you know, this whole year, it's been, you know, giving birth to my child. I mean, giving birth to my third yeah. child and having a girl, which has been really special having a girl. I mean, you've said it before. It is a very different. Yeah. Having a woman, like a girl, yeah. being yeah. a girl, having a girl. And yeah. I love my boys and I always did. I would never yeah. think, oh, I love my boys because I'm, you know, like I get boys. So I'm like. You, know, you speak boy. You're fine. You have a good energy for boys. Too. It's a different thing having a girl. I can't yeah. explain it. It's like she's yeah. you, you know, it's yeah. like she yeah. gets she's like one of you, you know? Yeah. Um yeah. and so it's it, it's been beautiful and having the time that I have the time again with her. I've been breastfeeding her, I've been home with her, I can focus on her and oh. also on the boys and all the transition and making sure yeah. you know everybody is taking care of everyone has their time and attention uh, that I really have no time to think of me and my work and really, you know, what do I want? What are my goals? Like everything's been so much about my kids, which is obviously, you know, it is the most important thing for me. You know, I, I want to be a mom. I don't want to be just gone and work all the time. Never see my family, you know, so family is very important. Uh, but I love what I do too. And, and it's, it's funny, I actually had that com- this conversation with somebody earlier, you know, I want to make sure that I am utilizing the gifts, the universe that I've been given that they go, they're being put to work. I think that's what I want to make sure for me sure. that I don't want to kind of get lost in translation that I want to yeah. make sure that I'm utilizing Good. what I'm to do, whatever yeah. that is, you know, whatever I decide, but that I make sure I make the time for me to do that. So if you liked what you heard so far, please make sure you're subscribed on Apple Podcasts and give us a rating and of course, a great review, please. And keep listening and check us out on our Instagram at atworks.for.us. Also, tell us your story. There is now a Works For Us phone line that you can call to leave us a message with your very own relationship stories, and we're planning to share our favorites on the podcast. You can also ask us relationship advice, although I can't stress enough that we're not experts, but we'll still take your questions. So if you want to share your story or ask us a question, give us a call at 657-549-2251. That's 657-549-2251. You can also find all of our contact info on our Instagram at works.for.us. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.